but the voice, the voice Come on, of the truth <laughs> tells me, me a, a different, different story. story. The, the voice, voice of truth, truth says, says do, do not, not be, be afraid. afraid. And the, and the voice of truth, truth says this is this for, is for my, my glory. glory. Out of all the voices. <laughs> 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 Man, that song sucks. <laughs> Guys, let's just dive right in. Oh I'm Isaac gosh. Sims, and this is Flower Film Country. I'm Olivia Clement. And this is Walter Lyle, and this is uh, this is Flower Film Country still. <laughs> this is, yeah, it can <laughs> confirm, still Flower Film Country. If you're um, still listening after that opening yeah, bit. Yeah, if you didn't immediately turn off the episode after our intro. Um, what, what are some podcast things that like if someone says hey you should like check this out and um we don't have to get personal with this but i am curious are there like key things that i'm gonna give it five minutes and if they haven't either gotten to the content like that's my thing if it's if it's on a topic or of something i'm interested in and then the hosts and the guests are still preambling after five or ten minutes i just like don't finish it do y'all have well, then, things like well, that where it's like non-negotiables hate, with you podcasts? would hate our podcast isaac because that's all we do we meander but we're we're on dirt bikes you know what i mean like I if the meandering is like like strolling around the neighborhood <laughs> i'm like nope i'm done oh, okay like but even with dax shepherd's podcast i don't i don't know what it is i'm like if it's like, hey, how's your day been? And we just like, it's like we're catching up. Yeah. As we're recording. Oh, okay. You need a like, high octane preamble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like I turned on and, and this isn't this. I'm not like putting Dak Shepard on blast. This is just like something fundamentally different between me and Dak Shepard. Yeah. I, I saw that he had Matthew McConaughey on. I'm like, sweet. I would love to listen to a conversation between the two of them. They started out and Dak Shepard's like, I'm on testosterone. And Matthew McConaughey is like, well, I don't know if you knew this, but I had to get, um, he didn't do hair plugs. He did like this growth treatment for his hair. Um, and I was like, man, this is kind of, Matthew McConaughey is boring. And I turned it off because I was like, I don't want to listen to them talk about like testosterone and hair growth. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a fair point. I stop listening to podcast episodes if the first like five or ten minutes is like all ad reads. If they start off with all ad oh, reads, yeah. or like I listen to I listen to podcasts that like comedians podcasts, and they'll spend the first five or ten minutes just talking about all of their upcoming tour dates, like for a long time. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not gonna see you live. Let's be very real here. Like, <laughs> let's skip. Come on. WTF does that too. Mark Maron will do like 20 minutes of ad reads and I'm God, just, it's exhausting. Like, come on, man. They should be um, like us and not make any money off of their podcasts. Exactly. They, they should do it for the love of the pod. <laughs> they should yeah. open with casting crown every, uh, yeah. Every episode. What happens Speaking to, what, of opening that, uh, yeah, opening, what? what are we even talking about today? Today oh, we're talking about facing right the giants. I mean, I, I don't just, know if anyone heard me. <laughs> we're talking about facing the giants. Yes. Thank you. Have, I just felt Can like we, we need to redirect. And I know we're all excited, so let's get all of our excitement out in the one phrase I know we all want to say. So on the count of three, let's all say it together. One, two, three. Heaven yeah, Oscar. brother. That was only me. Okay, <laughs> cool. Heaven I didn't yeah, know what brother. it was. I'm so sorry. I was I just to, saying I like to do a callback to our, I was trying to do a callback you, to our Left Behind episode. And you know what? It was a good callback. I'm so sorry I failed us. I really then. did my best. Isaac failed really us too. I really did my best. I, yeah. <laughs> 
I have no idea. I, I so, thought you were, I, I was just like, best picture winner right there. <laughs> Oscar worthy. Yeah. Uh, we've, how many? Do you know that this one, uh, best editing over Slumdog Millionaire? I don't know. I think Slumdog Millionaire was sure. 2008. I don't remember. Who cares? Listen. Who cares? I, <laughs> I know. It was 2008. I know oh, we you. did Left Behind earlier this year. Have we done any other bad Christian movies this year? Not this, this year. No. These are the these are the two we have on the slate. Okay, okay. I just I, I don't want to miss anything. So, Left Behind in my our ep- Left Behind episode was still one of my favorites, and I've been yeah. very excited to probably because you didn't watch. have to watch the movie. <laughs> Because I watched it with sunglasses on driving to Texas. Famously, uh, the only uh, movie we've covered wherein you were driving 80 miles per hour through Texas. <laughs> so, yes, my whole experience with watching that movie and then talking about the whole afterward was very fun. And I have been very much looking forward to this episode for the same reason. Because while I don't, while I don't put facing the giants in the exact same level as left behind necessarily it is in the same realm for sure for sure how, how have, have y'all been excited too um here's uh. the deal i'm gonna be completely <laughs> honest with you guys i don't i just i don't want to cover another christian movie because they're so bad <laughs> however yeah. i do think some of our funniest content has come from our left behind movie movie podcast so that's fair see so, olivia i don't it's know it's a mixed if- bag I don't know if you're like me, and this is a question for Isaac too. I, and this is a strong term, but it's a popular term, so I'll, I'll use it right here. But I'm a big fan of hate watching. Like, sure. I can, most of the content, online content that I consume is stuff that I know I'm going to hate. But I do it on purpose because I mm. like getting mad. And I understand, I understand that that's a flaw in myself, but I'm a huge <laughs> hater and I love the fuel. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. So no, I get that. I don't know if y'all will relate to that in any way. Sure. Um, I, I understand that. And there are some things that I'm like, I kind of like watching things because they're like, it's good because they're so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. it's only good because it's so bad. Right. Um, but I, I don't know, in the words of Isaac Sims, life is too short to watch bad movies. And yet he keeps making us watch bad movies. He keeps making us watch them. <laughs> it's really rude, honestly. We have, we have a duty to our uh, content overlords yeah. as American consumers. So but, but we're not really doing it for us. We're doing it for them. That's true. But he still won't watch Moonfall for me. So That's really rude, honestly. That's super. I, <laughs> that... I shouldn't have to ask Isaac. You should. You should just watch it. I shouldn't have to ask you. To watch you should just movie. know that you have to watch it. <laughs> I say that the next time I come to Central Arkansas, we watch that, Moonfall together. Uh, I'm, fi- I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. We could do a podcast okay. over it. Okay. Oh my okay. gosh. That's great. great. I, I That's would great. love to. I would love to. Okay. Uh, yeah. Facing the just giants. don't ever say you. You. Uh, I shouldn't have to ask. <laughs> That's some freshman year, uh, yeah, gaslighting. There you go. There it is. (laughs) Oh my gosh, y'all are crazy. I, Um, I, okay, real quick, and this might be Isaac a question that you were planning on asking, but I want to know everybody's history with this movie because we all grew up Southern evangelical, 
mm-hmm. and are still Christians to this day, even mm-hmm. though we're not maybe necessarily the same exact people that we were back in 2008 when this came out. I would hope <laughs> we're not the same people as we were Living in 2008. Don't learn, that's me. <laughs> that's exactly it. But did, I want. Did, like, wait, did it come out in 2006? Or mm-hmm. 2006. Not in 06. Who cares, man? Um, did you know that, like, for people our age, it, like, for the early 2000s, you, whatever the year is, that's the grade that we were in? Yes. Oh, yeah. I remember everything. That is it's a very, good way to keep track convenient. of things. Very true. Okay. So, 2006, I would have been in sixth grade. Are we all the same exact age? Yep. Well, yeah. We all okay. graduated in 13, so, right? Graduate? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Sixth grade when this came out, I remember watching this at like a. I think we watched it in pieces, like, but it was like a, like one night a week where like it's like a small group for like sixth grade boys. Mm-hmm. We got together at the church with like a Sunday school leader, and this was like a series that we did. It took us like two or three weeks to watch this whole movie, and so I watched it in sixth grade at church. What about y'all? So I didn't actually watch it until I was in the tenth grade. Oh. Um, was I in the 10th grade? It may have been the 11th grade. I know I was in high school. And our coach would sometimes w- would cancel practice. And instead we do some team bonding. And mm. it was watching Christian movies. Nice. Or we watched Christian movies. Or there was one movie I remember we watched. I can't remember what it was called. But it was about this like women's basketball team. At I think it was a high school. I think it was a Catholic high school, and they had never had a a, a girls basketball team before, and so it was mm-hmm. like them figuring out how to build a team and like what that even looks like and and how to practice. And they had to like wear um they still had to wear like not quite like a nun mm-hmm. outfit, but like very like none conservative and none adjacent. Yeah. Yes. And so we watch, I know we watched Facing the Giants. I think I was in the 10th grade. And then I remember in, oh man, Is it senior year grade? that you watched Courageous? It was whatever year Courageous came out. I need to, let me look that up. Uh, but I remember I we watched Courageous. My whole, the whole basketball team went to uh, the movie theater. Courageous came out in 2011. And so, yep. so it was a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, high school was difficult for me for lots of reasons. Um, and I'm not going to go into those reasons right now because it we doesn't matter. That. Courageous and facing the Giants sure didn't help. <laughs> they sure didn't. Or maybe they did um, help a little bit. I think Courageous actually was like somewhat cathartic in some ways. But again, we're not getting into that. We're talking about facing the Giants. Isaac, what did you watch facing the Giants for the first time? I vaguely remember watching this. I think I saw this at the Breckenridge Theater, um, which then became the Regal and then closed. It is right near where I grew up and right south of where we live now. And that theater had a deal with family life and family life Mm -hmm. is a branch of uh, what was once called Campus Crusade for Christ, which is now called Crew. Mm-hmm. Family Life had its headquarters in Little Rock for about 20 years before it moved back to Orlando to have more synergy with Crew. 
in 2019 or 2020, I believe. I believe okay. it was in 2019. Um, I have a good friend who works for Family Life. So Family Life had a bunch of deals with that Regal. And so I saw I saw Voyage of the Dawn Shredder there. Any like Christian adjacent movies. Um, the first, the line, the witch in the wardrobe live action that first, I will stick up for that. I think that's a good movie. I don't think oh, any yeah. of the other, those other live action Narnia movies are good, but the, the, uh, line, the witch in the wardrobe, I think is very well done, but I think that's where I saw facing the giants and facing the giants came out the same year as Iron Man. And I think the dark Knight. Did the Dark Knight know? The Dark Knight no. came out in 08. Searching yeah, the Dark Knight right came out in 08. Dark Knight was 08. And Iron Man was 08, too. Why did I think... I think I had just been watching Facing the Giants a bunch. I think that's why I mistake, mistook you the You just day. really loved Facing the Giants. <laughs> I really did. I watched it a lot. And there were times when Walter and Morgan and Jess and I were watching it. Um, and we were... I was, like, finishing different lines and stuff like that. So... Yeah, Isaac was quoting the movie as we went along. Like the part where he's like fifty five, and then the other dude turns to him and he's like, "I got a 57 Like I remember that vividly. So <laughs> nice. I will say this movie was actually like way funnier than Left Behind. Like there, there this was is some a better like, movie than Left Behind. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, I, agree I also with you. agree. But like, if Left Behind was a one and a half star movie this was like a two star movie so it's not i don't want to like oh i'm glad you said that i didn't log it on letterbox i'm gonna do that right now yeah yeah go ahead and get at that olivia thank you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, left behind to me is a half star movie and this is a one star movie yeah i was just I, sorry i'm not on letterbox so i don't your know your proportions are way off i'm way off i was using it as an example i just meant to i just meant that like if we're saying that Facing the Giants is better than Left Behind, that's not saying that much. I just want right. to make that very clear. This right. is still not no. a good movie. Right? Do we're we all agree on that? We're still comparing Burger oh, King and... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Burger King and what, liked Isaac? My, finished liked my review. <laughs> it was hilarious. Isaac, can you, want to, can you read your Letterboxd review? Is it appropriate <laughs> enough for the pod? Is it anything interesting? <laughs> this is my review. <laughs> Oh, this is why it's funny, Olivia. This I understand is why it's now. funny. Watched with Walter Lyle in preparation for our Emmy-winning podcast episode <laughs> on Flyover Film Country. And what did you rate this movie? He I didn't, didn't. rate it. Oh, I didn't rate Left Behind either. Doesn't even deserve it. No. Yeah. Um, so let's go through the plot of this movie. Yeah, go ahead and do that. That'll keep us busy for a while. <laughs> There's a lot going on. A losing coach with an underdog football team race faces their giants of fear and failure on and off the field to surprising results. If you were going up a team coached by Bobby Lee Duke, would you just like quit the sport altogether? I'd probably would scary guy got the blow pop man. My man, my man stayed strapped with those lollipops. Yep. We, I remember we kept, while we were watching it, we kept making jokes about how he would like have a, a coaching assistant like running in out of frame like every time he was on, in the shot, like just like shoving more suckers in his mouth like to make sure he has them. <laughs> did, did you ever have a coach like that, Olivia, who was like always chewing gum or always, I don't know. I, Not like you, but yeah. play against coach, like there, coaches like that. 
I feel like I had a coach that chewed gum a lot. I can't remember who it was, though. Um, I do feel like... So, our assistant basketball coach, he was so animated. It was so funny because he had this, like... Like, he was... I don't know, probably well into his 50s when I was in high school. Uh, but he had, like, really great hair. And it was, like... It would flow mm. when he was running and so or like walking fast he was never like actually running but he he would get really animated and he would like just say the most insane lines like one of them to to this day i still don't understand it was we were in a timeout and he was like t- talking to us because we were shooting poorly and he goes y'all are out there shooting like you got four fingers and you need to be shooting like you got all five, you're just shooting four fingers, and he talked like he had this like really like th- like southern accent, and so we made country fun of fried. him the way he talked. Yeah, he was country fried for sure. Um, That's so good because you can't argue with that. You can't be like because like you know what he means. Y- you're like yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to be using my thumbs too. Yeah. Like I'm- <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. No, well, not right, when you're coach. shooting, Walter. I don't know. You probably don't know that because he didn't play basketball. But you, you don't want to use your. If you're if you're supposed to be shooting with all five fingers, that includes your thumbs, Isaac. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No. How, how how could you shoot with five fingers and not use your thumbs? Well, it's supposed to roll off of your. Index I know four. how to shoot a basketball. <laughs> Isaac's mansplaining how to shoot a basketball to me right now. I'm begging you on. <laughs> but this movie is not about basketball. No. I would love to see the uh, the version of this movie that's a basketball movie, though. Okay. In my, I, I took notes as I was watching this this morning. I watched it. Okay. I watched it this morning. Here's how I watched this. I want you guys to know this. And I want everyone listening to know this. I was like, I do not want to spend three ninety nine to rent this stupid movie. I should have given you my Amazon login. My I, bad. No, it's okay. It's okay. Because I was like, I bet it's on YouTube somewhere. I bet I can find it. No way. I found it. It was in 13 parts, but I yep. watched it. <laughs> yep. And I've done that. I, yeah. I was like, this was, this was so much better. And I like, I just cast it from my computer i was at my parents house today because i was watching their dog um so i just cast it from my computer to their tv and i was like yep this is what i'm doing and this is how i'm watching it it was great that's how we're gonna watch moonfall (laughs) (laughs) but i did put in my notes i said um i wonder where was it where is it i wonder how this would play out if this was about a like when like a girls basketball team with a female coach because mm-hmm. the coach coaches the male coaches were doing a lot of preaching mm-hmm. and Ooh. i feel like they probably don't think that women can preach probably mm-hmm. not i wonder if, if if it was a gender swap version would the female uh coach have a receding hairline too <laughs> that me and Walter that, would that be a theme? Me Maybe. and Walter did this uh, like multiple times during the movie, like where he just like hands. put his hand up and went just on his head, and he go, oh, this house stinks. <laughs> no, my favorite, my favorite time he did that was when he like he screwed his eyes shut and he he had his hand on his head and he goes, I just I'm so overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so overwhelmed. <laughs> the uh, the Sherwood Pictures, 
the uh, it's named after Sherwood Baptist Church, where the Kendricks still pastor, I believe. Um, they they've done this fireproof, courageous, and flywheel, and maybe another one. I'm not sure if I'm, I'm missing looking, another I'm one. Looking it up, but they've they've famously said that. Um, I, I'm not sure what the other Kendrick brother, um, Alex Kendrick plays Grant Taylor. Um, the other Kendrick brother is also a pastor at mm-hmm. Sherwood and they've, they've said before, these aren't this, these movies are meant to be sermons and like lessons right. more They're than not anything supposed to be movies, which is like, this I is, think, is, I think so that's is the highest th- insult you can make to your own movie. To be like, I, I don't consider this art. I'm gonna, was, I'm gonna, like, insult the whole, the entire idea of filmmaking. Yeah, and make a movie that's not really meant to be art. Uh, well, uh, it's like a movie that's really not a. Don't movie. don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> no, but it's true. We've been it saying true. it ever since we did. Don't worry, darling. So might as yeah. well. Yeah. They really pulled the rug out from us <laughs> on this one. Let me tell you. <laughs> The other, I think the other Kendrick brother movie you were thinking of was War Room. Oh yeah, yeah. which I have not seen, so I can't say anything about it. The only I haven't seen any other Kendrick brother movies actually. The only one I've seen is is this one. I but I remember when Fireproof and then Courageous were were really big. I remember seeing those mm-hmm. in like when Walmart used to put DVDs like in the like in, at the checkout aisles. Uh-huh. Like my hometown in Alabama was stacked with yeah. fireproof and courageous when they yeah. were yeah, and yeah. man, and they, people bought them like they were fireproof huge. was super big. It was really popular. Was it bigger? Than, I feel like facing the giants is still their their most successful one, but fireproof did do is. really well. Ooh, let's let's Here's, look at the box office. I feel office. like fireproof was now. was popular with like because I think it was it's about like. It's firefighters stuff and, and firefighters. Mar- marital stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, I think it was really popular with them. I think facing the giants is popular, like is like the most popular because it, anyone could watch it and, and like appreciate it. In. Yeah. 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 Um, like at any age, whereas like fireproof, which I haven't seen, so I don't really know this. This is, I'm just guessing based on like how I heard people talk about it. It was like mm-hmm. for married people. And so, yeah. if you aren't married, then like, what's the point? Um, yeah, I which am is learning in how real time. Evangelicals feel Sorry. about single people. Yeah, um, fair. I'm learning in real time that Kirk Cameron was in Fireproof. Yeah, yeah I learned that today too. <laughs> Didn't know that. So, out of I don't even know who is in War Room, but out of like the the ones that the Kendrick brothers produced, I'm trying to see if they. Oh, I think Overcomer is one of the most recent ones they did. 2019. And they had one yeah. name called Life Mark that came out in, last year, 2022. Life Mark? Yeah. Here's the synopsis. David's comfortable world is turned upside down when his birth mother unexpectedly reaches out to him, longing to meet the 18-year-old son she's only met once. Um, War Room made $74 million, Fireproof made 33 Overcomer no. made 38 Courageous made 35. So War Room is the, the one. And Facing the Giants only made 10. That's crazy. <laughs> but, wow. but that's just box office. I bet that's it made box office. very well. I think, I feel like Facing the Giants is like, still better known mm-hmm. than the other ones. But I, yeah. yeah, I didn't know War Room was that 
uh, that it hit like that. Yeah. Beth it, Moore it, is brother, in it hit like that, apparently. Hit. That's but crazy. It's, it's interesting. One of those, um, it's one Beth of those Moore things, in and one of the reasons that I insist <laughs> that we cover movies like this is that uh, this one is like more personal um, for me. And then I was like, y'all have seen it, right? And they're like, yeah. So I knew, I knew that it was like part of our, at least like a small part of our childhood growing up. But in movies uh, or in Hollywood right now, Christian movies make a lot of money and like lots of people go to see Christian movies. The around Christmas time, I believe, or it may, I think it may have been Christmas time a year ago. The chosen, you know, y'all know the series, the chosen Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that vid angel is producing pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good show. Yeah. Um, they did a, they did a film with like the same production company and the same actors and supposed to be like an extension of the chosen story. And it's called the chosen Christmas colon, the messengers or something like that. And it was like number one at the box office, like early in December. And Mm. I remember hearing people on blank check or it was a blank check with Griffin and David. They were doing the box office just saying, what is this movie? And they were just like flabbergasted. And it was the funniest thing to hear about. So like, that's just that's another thing that I like to I I like to look at in addition to them not being very good we can kind of poke fun at them um they they are like staples like people like tons of people go to see them and like especially in the south a lot of people go to see them they are playing at our theaters around us Mm -hmm. so which Mm -hmm. another one a Christian movie that came out very recently it's it features the, the same actor who plays Jesus in the chosen uh is in this one Jesus Revolution? I think mm-hmm. I believe it might still be in a couple of theaters, but it's it might be pretty close to streaming now. But it's Wait, a story hold on. of Greg I'm Laurie. Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. You talking about Jesus Revolution? Did I tell you guys that um, the the Friday after I saw Cocaine Bear, my pastor came up to me and he was like, "Hey, what movie did you go see on Friday?" And I was like, "I saw Cocaine Bear," and he goes. Oh, okay, and I was like, "How did you know? How did you even know I went to the movie theater?" And he goes, "Oh, I saw you." And I was like, "Oh, so, so were you at the theater too?" And he goes, "Yeah." And I was like, "Well, what did you see?" And he goes, "I saw Jesus Revolution." And I was like, "Cool, all right." <laughs> I, and just to reiterate, I watched Cocaine Bear, <laughs> and I watched Cocaine Bear. It was really funny because we were having that conversation in front of other people, so they also got to see that play out. <laughs> And, That's awesome. Um, so I was like, "Cool, great, see you at church." Did you did you say here's a QR code for our podcast episode on Cocaine Bear? I did say we're covering it on the podcast, so um, they were, everyone was like, oh, "Okay, that makes sense." I love that. So, Incredible. what's interesting about Christian movies though is like sometimes like depending on like how how Christian they are, they can get some like bigger names in it. Like I'm yep. thinking yeah. of. Uh, the movie Breakthrough. Do you guys remember that? It came out in 2019. Yeah. Chrissy Metz mm-hmm. is in that, right? Chrissy Metz is in it. And, and that uh, was like the height of This Is Us. Who plays Luke uh, Cage? This is us. Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter. Yeah. Topher Grace is in it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Topher. Until just now. Josh Lucas. Like, it He's has in like, Breakthrough? Yeah. All four of them are in Breakthrough? All That's four crazy. All of them are in Breakthrough. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Well, I, um, I you remember I still believe that came out a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the movie about Jeremy Camp. 
uh-huh. uh, was played by KJ oh, Hapa, who's yeah. who's in Riverdale. Riverdale. who plays Archie in Riverdale. <laughs> yeah. like, I forgot that uh, I still believe is on the slate for 2023. Oh, is it? So, yeah. It is. Uh-huh. Oh man. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be I think fun. it's on HBO or something, which is ironic. I'm gonna look um, it up. Jesus Revolutions made 51 at the box office. That's really good. I've, it's good. gotten really good reviews. So, uh, released by Lionsgate, distributed for uh, John Wick, which I love. Nice. I, lo- I love that they're the same. Um, <laughs> they're Jesus Revolution the same, is apparently pretty, pretty interesting. Or I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see it because I think my mom saw it and she liked it. And, um, but also a lady at work, the lady I work with, um, told me that that is, it, it's a, it's a period piece and it's set during the time where the Billy Graham revivals were going through mm-hmm. California and that's when she became a Christian. So it's mm-hmm. like very near and dear to her heart and I'm yeah, sure yeah. a lot of people's, um, sure. a lot of people's hearts. So I think that's really interesting. So nice. I need you guys to know that I, I learned this in real time just now in, I still believe Shania Twain plays Jeremy Camp's mom. What? Heaven yeah, brother. <laughs> Heaven yeah, brother. Let's go, I w- girls. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have That's it what she was nominated way. for a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Man. Well, you know who should have been nominated is Alex Kendrick for his role as Grant Taylor in the 2006 so film Facing the Giants. I just have to make a real a joke real quick. That's going to be the equivalent of like Lady Gaga playing like Judas Smith's mom when they make a movie about him <laughs> in like 10 or 15 or 20 years. Yeah. They're just yelling at each other the whole movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, and shit, it. it'll be her five, her fifth, five Oscar, fifth Oscar. So, but and yeah, Grant Taylor. It. Okay, so Walter, take us through, or Olivia, take us through what's happening, what's going on in Grant Taylor's life. He's Man, got a lot going what's on. What's he got Olivia? going for him? He is so overwhelmed by everything. I'm so overwhelmed. Okay, okay. Here's his house stings. His house stings. <laughs> which, like, okay, I have, I remember my senior year of college, our house, some it smelled like something died in our house at one point. Uh-huh. Um, and something did die. So it was like a, a, a rat or something. Um, anyway, so, so I do understand that is a terrible experience to have something die in your house, but he didn't know that until later in the film. Um, he is a bad football coach. He's not a mm-hmm. bad man. He's a good man. Mm-hmm. He just as everybody as, says. As everyone said <laughs> repeatedly. And here's the deal. Being a good person does not make you a good coach. Yep. So. Yep. Um, it's about the only thing of, the movie gets right. Keep going. Right. <laughs> there are a lot of really bad people who are phenomenal coaches. Looking at you, Kim Mulkey. Um, only like one person that is going to. That feels gonna, really niche. No. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's I, really yeah. niche. Okay. <laughs> anyway. I'm, I'm more um, of a basketball guy. She's a basketball she's coach. A, she's the LSU basketball coach. She's isn't she? LSU's basketball coach. Oh, coach at Baylor. Ooh, I knew one of the about that just now. <laughs> Olivia, keep going. Sorry. Anyway, so he's not a very good coach. He's had six losing seasons, which is that's a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, the fact that he still has a job is kind of crazy to me. Uh, he and his wife have been trying to have a kid for four years and they are really struggling to, um, get pregnant. And so dealing with infertility, which 
honestly, I'm kind of like thinking to the time of this, like I'm really impressed that they even like mentioned that at all. Like, because that doesn't. And part of the reason why I probably feel this way is because I am an adult now and like all my friends are having kids or trying to have kids. And so I'm having conversations surrounding that way more now than I was as a 12 year old. But like, it feels like it's not something that's talked about a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, like in the church, in the church, just in general, like on a, on a, like a, just a broad scale, I don't think it's talked about, but I feel like it's especially not talked about within the church. And I think that a lot of women feel a lot of shame when they can't get pregnant for whatever mm-hmm. reason within the church, because it's like, again, it's this expectation of like, you get it's, married, you have right, kids right. and, and you know. You you have you can't just have one kid. You have to have like at least two. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was it was really surprising to me that that was like a storyline or a subplot for this mm-hmm. this movie. Um, yeah, and and the guys on the football team are getting into detention. They're they're not you know doing really well in school. No one's really bought in, which I have played on teams where no one has bought in and that's really frustrating. It, it mm-hmm. makes it really yeah. hard to do anything. So I think that, that for me personally, I don't know what you guys think, but like, I think there were a lot of like, it, they could have done the, the, the subplots like bare bones subplots were actually like, compa- like could have been really compelling. And in some ways they were, but I, I feel like because of the, the, the fact that it's, it's just cheesy Christian movie that it makes it hard for you to like really get into the like emotional side of this. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and like the, it's, it's the, the classic thing that we have talked about at length, uh, in left behind, which I don't want to do with every Christian movie that we cover, but it's just the, it is the if, template. If you, the what? Yeah. Left Behind is the template for Christian movies. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no. I for mean, bad Christian movies, yeah, but I mean, yeah. like, but he, but he, but Left Behind is just it leagues worse even compared to this. Well, but yeah, yeah, like you said, Olivia, the stuff with with Brooke is it is com- it is compelling and inherently. Oh, and that's that's what Jess said when we were. I was getting ready to come up here. She said. Do not make any infertility jokes, which it's not not. Like I had 10 written. In fact, I had zero <laughs> written. Well, wasn't even going to make jokes about it, but it's just the whole subplot. Like you said, Olivia is just hamstrung because the actors aren't good. Mm-hmm. The directing isn't good. The, the writing isn't good. The, the writing is very bad good. to, yeah. uh, to Walters. No, yeah, no, no, the writing. Oh, you said writing. I thought you said lighting. Well, the lighting was also bad. I, I did mention this when we were watching it, that just the cinematography was just very incredibly uninspired. Like, it was mm-hmm. the, the, some of the driest cinematography I've ever seen on every level. Um, and that doesn't mean it's bad, necessarily. It's no, there's nothing that was, like, technically incorrect. Well, sure. a couple times there was. It was just, like, there's just nothing visually that's, like, keeping you in there. Sure, yeah. So, that is one thing, but the right, yeah, the writing was, um, it didn't do any favors to what the whole message of the movie was supposed to be. It, it, it really took you out of it a few times for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and like I have, I have had friends who have struggled with infertility for years. Um, and like 
you know, my pastor and his wife, they, I've known them since I was 15, almost 16 years old. And, you know, they were 22, they were kids out of college whenever they first, when I first met them and they not necessarily immediately, but they wanted to have kids pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And th- it took them forever. They, they had, they adopted their first child. And then, um, a few years ago, like they got pregnant and it was, it was a miracle. Like it, it mm-hmm. was like all the things stacked up against them, but also it wasn't because they were just like these great people who were like doing all the stuff. It was like, there were lots of things that factored into it. And I'm not saying like it, it wasn't like, I don't, I don't want to say God thing. Cause I hate, I hate the phrase God thing. Mm-hmm. Everything <laughs> is a God thing. Yep. Um, Did he win state the year that they got pregnant for the first time? No, nope, didn't. Sorry, um, didn't. Was win it gifted state. in a F one fifty? No. Was it red? It wasn't red. Also, this movie was sponsored by Ford, right? Like there were so many Ford. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about. I that. think it was. I think it was sponsored by not by Ford specifically. That I think it was sponsored by a dealership, dealership. because when it sh- yeah. was one shot where it was like a pretty long sequence of him looking around the truck <laughs> and it like very clearly could see the dealership's like little okay. license plate it, it thing was, on the It back. was when he turned to the camera and said, wow, who gave me this truck from Riser Ford that looks brand new? <laughs> I bet they got a great deal on, on it. <laughs> it just, yeah. I just love that it's a Ford truck because it's like, what a true red-blooded patriotic american christian oh and they're the colors of the school of like the team uh-huh. red white and blue baby red yeah red the, white and blue the uh um <laughs> the best thing that jess said during the movie was that's really illegal because you're not supposed to accept gifts above like a hundred dollars or something like that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like fifty dollars like so a teacher or like staff of a yeah but if it's anonymous school. like what do you do like yeah. That's a great question. Yeah. yeah. Nah, nah. yeah. Nah, um, also, I just think it's so funny that like the whole time they're talking about like the Giants, like that so that football team, and they say so many times they're three times the size of Shiloh Christian Academy, and I'm like, if this team is three times the size, that means that they have like three times the students, which means they're in a different classification yeah. school wise, which means they would not be playing each other in the state tournament. That's or the state championship. That is not mm-hmm. how this works, mm-hmm. Kendrick Brothers. Seven A playing two A. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would be like it would be like um, Bentonville High School playing. I don't know. There you go. Um, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I'm I mean, trying it might to think be, of a small school. It might, it'd probably be uh, Cabot, Baptist Preparatory Cabot School, High school. here in Little Cab- Rock. No, Cabot is 6A. Is Cabot big? I don't, dude, I don't know anything about Arkansas. No, I don't no, no. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, no. I was, all I could think of were like schools that we played in high school and we all played, I played Bentonville High School. So like all I could think of were big, big high schools. It would, be, it would like be like a big school playing a little school. Right. Exactly. Whoa. A big school playing a little Whoa. school. It would be like Bentonville Evan High yeah, School brother. playing Alma. Alma High School. Do you guys know where Alma is? I'm sure no, I do. Does. It's oh, up at Fort Smith. Oh, I do. Oh. Yeah, you do. Oh, I do. Speaking, um, of, speaking of big, we were, we were laughing so hard at yeah, you know, they, that's when they, I started laughing okay, at Walter. Yeah. So they were in the, you know, they're in the playoff. They lost the playoff game, mm-hmm. and then 
they come they come back to him and they're like, oh, they played a couple of illegal nineteen year olds. So yeah. y'all are so they're disqualified. Y'all are back in it. Woo! And then we were like. During the act, during the game against the Giants, we were all sitting there laughing. We like we paused it at one point <laughs> on the huddle of like like the Giants were in a huddle together, and we paused it to be like, "Yo, some of these extras for the football team are like thirty years old." <laughs> I was like, "Dude, no, like forty two. They're gonna dude, the the Eagles are gonna win this game against the Giants by default because." <laughs> <laughs> That's how that's how they win. There's no there's no game winning field goal or the anything. Giants it's will also be disqualified. They get disqualified because all these dudes have kids and mortgages. <laughs> <laughs> so here's funny. the thing. This is one of the reasons why I hate watching sports anything like sports movies like this, which I guess this classifies as a sports movie. I it's always bad. It's always bad athletic ability. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I've seen better better football being played in a CW show in oh, Riverdale yeah. than Dude, in this, the, the, this the, prison, movie. the prison football game. Yes, the epic highs and lows of high you school don't football. Understand <laughs> the epic highs and lows of high school football. Just as a reminder, that line was in response to another character saying, "I dropped out of school in the fourth grade to run drugs to support my nana." <laughs> <laughs> And that's why he doesn't get the epic highs and lows of he high school football. I love that y'all provide Riverdale uh, insight to me so I don't have to watch it. <laughs> I I love coming across whatever is happening in Riverdale at this point. Like, and I realize it's, I think it's, the last, has the last season aired? The last, the last season is, has just started. Okay. How many okay. seasons oh, were man. there? This is the seventh one, I believe. Okay. But so, it, it crossed over with that Sabrina show. Uh-huh. Or like mm-hmm. Sabrina show ended, I think they got like, I could, I think I could boy off on this, but Sabrina got like just kind of thrown into Riverdale, and so yeah. they had to make they had to make Riverdale also a Satan show alongside yeah. like a like a like a high school like drama like murder mystery show. And I saw one scene of Cheryl. Yes, this went, it went viral because uh, I, I haven't I stopped watching Riverdale about season four, so. But I saw a scene of Cheryl who has like witch powers and there's like yeah. a, there's like a meteor about to hit Riverdale and she rises up in the sky as she's like yelling her like spell. Uh-huh. And, it, and I was like, well, I'm I don't I'm not missing anything anymore. Like, no. I, I'm glad I stopped watching. Yeah, that's how it well, felt after season three of The Flash. Because that was oh. in college, and I was like, mm. I'm done. <laughs> I'm like a grown yeah. man. <laughs> well, because, okay, going back to that specific scene from Riverdale with Cheryl, that came out around the same time as uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Oh, and so yeah! a lot of people were like, she looks like Scarlet Witch. She straight up looks like Scarlet Witch. She's she's the great value version of yes. Scarlet Witch. I Here's the thing. I love coming across whatever's happening in Riverdale because mm-hmm. it's it's the most insane thing. It's like there's no way that's that is an actual plot line in that Which show. Think, and dude, it the always mar- is. They, they do that on they do that marketing on purpose. They like mm-hmm. put insane things in there so that people who like us like who stop watching after a certain point or people have never seen it, they're like, wait. Sh- this Cheryl character is a witch now. Mm-hmm. I thought this was just like a, <laughs> it's like a murder mystery like teen show. And you're like, brother, it's gone off the rails so many it's times gone since off the then. Rails so many times. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, speaking of Sp- witches going off the rails. and going off the rails, um, let's <laughs> facing the giants. Uh, 
there was something else I want to talk about. Oh my gosh, there's something else that we had to pause it on. That just oh 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 we're talking about um maybe Livy you mentioned something about how like bad athletic ability. Oh yeah. So yeah, there that's how so- we got started talking about CW. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So, like, there were some scenes you could tell in, in the football games where like the where the Eagles had to, had to be playing badly on purpose to show mm-hmm. that they were struggling. And there was one scene that that Jess made us rewind because I because I think Isaac missed it. Uh, but like they obviously told this kid like, "Hey, you have to like this ball's coming to you and you have to drop it on purpose." And so like you watch him, he runs forward like almost ten yards with his arms stretched out completely, <laughs> and the ball hits him and it just goes right through his arms. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many unintentionally funny moments like that throughout no, the whole movie. Yeah, they were so sure. good. That like when, the- like when he, uh, how does his salary come up? She just yeah, she just turns him. Goes his, his wife. His wife just throws it at him. Yes, people. Uh, not every couple makes twenty four thousand dollars a year. I was like, <laughs> oh my god. Which okay, like, hold on, hold on. I did. I checked for inflation because this was two thousand six. I checked for is. inflation. Twenty four thousand dollars in two thousand six is the same as thirty five thousand five hundred and eighty four dollars today. So it's like not that far off from a teacher salary. Well, no, no, it was a teacher it was accurate in for a the time state that hates yeah. teachers, yeah. but not enough in my opinion for them to have that really nice house like oh, on, on all yeah. of that land. And sure. to like not be hungry or like struggling in it financially in any other way. Like, right. yeah, they had like they had a crappy car and they they couldn't afford to fix. I think it was the dishwasher or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, how you're still doing really well compared to like other people who would be living at the same salary that you're at right now. So right. And then she and then she goes, uh, oh no, he goes. Well, you make six thousand dollars a year, so that bumps us up to thirty. I was like. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then they win two games and he gets a six thousand dollar raise. The, the the problem, yeah, yeah. He's like, I got a raise. And and that's a, I'm not like denigrating like no, you, you know. No. Well, like I'm married to a teacher, so like obviously I support um I support teachers and education and like, you know, Jess does it because she loves it. Um and there's the the thing that I don't like about it is that the subtext is um I I feel like that the subtext is like well like you you gotta just pray like that's not that's like, why I was I laughing know, maybe, at and, it and that's too like, right that's the whole thing yeah. is like just just said I feel like they shouldn't have won the championship I feel like they should have had all those wins and then lost mm-hmm. and that there should have been some sort of you know, like reality sets in and right, you don't win right. everything and God like <laughs> right. brings you, brings you the wins you need. Right. And God and is so it. good regardless. Yeah. Yeah. And this is now, okay. This is what I was one really want to talk about was like how the central theme, how it actually came across as opposed to maybe what they were trying mm-hmm. to tell. And that's, that's basically what it is, is that if you pray hard enough and you believe that God loves you more than Olivia, you, you, 
you send us a screenshot of one of your notes as you're watching this movie, but <laughs> that God let your football team win because he loves your football team more than he loves the other football team. Right. Yeah. Like if you pray enough and if your faith is strong enough, God will just give you literally everything that you want. He'll give you all the victories. He'll give you all the kids you want. He'll fix your, he'll give you, get you a new car. Mm-hmm. He'll let you keep your job. He'll, help you find the dead rat in your vents like all of this all of like these wins that came within a matter of weeks win the championship next year yeah 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 immediate and it's all this happens immediately after coach taylor is like all right now i'm getting serious about my faith and then god is Mm -hmm. like good that's all i needed you to do now i'm going to give you literally everything." everything yeah which i'm not saying that god can't do that or won't do that right but it's just, that's just not realistic. And I don't believe that that's how God works. Cause I, mm-hmm. I think scripture tells us otherwise is that mm-hmm. we will face many trials and tribulations of many kinds. And yeah. So to frame it as, as like this very simplistic, I don't know. I'm rambling at this point, but like, no, that's, it's, that's, it's, that's, it's, that's my main It's very point. binary. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that gets to the other thing. I don't know if we talked about that much with left behind, but the my theory on why Christian movies mostly are pretty bad is because they're like kind of monolithic in the way that they mm-hmm. present a worldview and there's not room for complexity. And the reality mm-hmm. is that Christians um, are subject to the same like brokenness of yeah. as like everyone else mm-hmm. and that there's nuance and shades of gray and like complexity within ourselves that we deal with and see in others day to day. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, there's an instance right now I'm thinking of, um, with someone at my church where I'm like, I'm going to have to kind of handle this some in a delicate manner, mm-hmm. not because he's not a good person, but because, they're like people just miscommunicate and like mm-hmm. there's different personalities and you know, mm-hmm. like, and that's what makes movies in cinema capital C a wonderful art form is because we get, it's not, um, it's not, it's all not black and here's white. the lesson you learn. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I get to pour over that. I get to like kind of think about it and go back. And it's like, it's, the green Knight is interesting and like Mad Max Fury road is interesting and spider verse is interesting. They're all like great. They're all Mm -hmm. movies and they all have quote unquote like lessons in them. But more than anything, they just kind of evoke this sort of, this is what makes humans humans Mm -hmm. and Christian movies almost never have that. Right. Right. It, this, I think when you said, uh, makes them a monolith is probably the best way to describe it because, my main problem with, I think the best example of this is in God's Not Dead, at least the first one, because I haven't seen the other ones, but the very first God's Not Dead movie is so, like, every Christian character is, like, the best person, and they have mm-hmm. zero flaws, they never make right. any mistakes, they know 100% the correct truth with everything, and they handle every situation the best way you can possibly handle it, and then every character who's not a Christian even slightly not a Christian, they are the worst person and they hate all Christians mm-hmm. and they make all the worst decisions and they say all the worst things. Mm-hmm. And then, and the whole point of that <laughs> from the filmmaker's perspective is to say, 
well, which one do you want to be? Right. If you're a Christian, then you can be the best person of all time and and everything will always go right for you. But yep. if you're not, you're going to get hit by a car, Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> like, <laughs> who is the worst? Who in Kevin, IRL like, in is real the worst. Life is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I want to be hit by a car, but he was he in God's Not no. Dead 4 earlier this year, I think. Well, he was in the first. Wait. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Because he would be dead in the God's Not Dead Unless multiverse. Unless he played a different. Did he play Jesus? Did he get resurrected? The guy, the Jesus oh man guy played. He was in God's Not Dead 4. Because he, he was in God's Not Dead Jesus 1. Man. He was the subplot oh, you're thinking where of, their car uh, kept breaking David, down. Like, David White. David A.R. Yes, White. Yeah. Hey, Scott. Anyway. Jesus, man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. um,. I think Facing the Giants is a better movie than God's Not Dead. Hands down. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Again, the bar is on the Guys, floor. But right. Yeah. We should also, do we should do a Christian movie uh no. draft. No. <laughs> Isaac said we do a Christian movie and then right there Olivia goes, No. I, just, I, I didn't like care what followed idea. it. No. Um spin off podcast? No. Question mark? no. You do, that's fine. I'm not gonna be available for that. Me and Walter. I want to make it clear that, and again, I feel like I need to specify this. Maybe I don't probably don't have to. I feel like I should. All three of us are believers. We are all Christians. So like, I don't want this to come across as like, we're bashing anything that Christians make. Um, because they're like a good Christian movie can be made. Right. And I think like, like a a couple of examples that come to mind is the 10 commandments, the old Charlton Heston one, Mm -hmm. uh, um, Prince of Egypt, um, Mm -hmm. great animated Christian movie. So good. Mm. Um, and so I don't want it. I I, I say that just to say, I don't think that Christian movies, I think I probably said this when we did, um, silence Scorsese. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I said this when we did, left behind but like christian movies don't have to be like this like they don't have to be in your face sermons they can be real like character studies of Mm -hmm. of real people with real flaws who are still christians you know like that's why it's so fresh like it's funny to watch these movies with friends and Mm-hmm. talk about them like we are afterward and kind of poke fun at it and have real discussions about the themes and whatever but underneath all of that what undergirds the whole thing is like real frustration that like again I know it's been what almost 20 years since this movie came Gross. out just yeah. depressing wild. Yeah. 17 just depressing. years yeah but it's still frustrating in 2023 especially like since I've watched it now as an adult I'm like, man, other Christian adults made this movie mm-hmm. and they and they put their stamp of approval on it and said, I've made this and it is good. Yeah. I don't well, know, like not to get all down on. I, I don't feel no, I don't feel that I way about you. facing the giants. Um, but I feel I feel that way, that kind of like sinking feeling after I watched God's Not Dead and left behind where i was like yeah man yeah. this is real this is actually depressing mm-hmm. i so okay i feel like the difference between facing the giants and left behind and not god's not dead is that those two movies are very like they are drawing a line in the sand and saying like you're either a good christian or you're you're a bad sinner 
Yeah. And, and like, there's no nuance. It, it's very, like, black and white. Mm-hmm. And this movie isn't necessarily, like, doing that, per se. That's true. Yeah. But it is, it is the thing of, like, well, if you just have enough faith mm-hmm. and, and, like... If you just have enough faith and you pray hard enough, then like God will give you everything. He will solve all of your problems. He'll solve all of your problems. And your life will be so easy and good. And, and, you know, like I think about like, like I am, I always joke with like my, my friends from like church that I'm a bad Christian and they're like, there's lots of reasons why I say that. And on one hand, I'm like not joking but on the other hand it's like mm, it is a joke because like i f- i fully believe like in the gospel and all that mm-hmm. i'm probably the most skeptical of like most of my friends from church sure, at least. sure and there's lots of reasons for that i think part of it is like my job job is a reason for that you know working especially at a christian university i have seen i i, I say seen i have heard all kinds of stories from people who are who have experienced a lot of hurt and a lot of abuse from people who are quote unquote Christians. Mm -hmm. And I know I have friends who've experienced stuff like that. And so, so it's hard for me to be like, yeah, Christians are good people across. I can also separate, like I can separate like God and Jesus is though they, Jesus is not the same as like Christians and I can separate that. And I, I, but a lot of people can't and I understand why they don't. Um, but like with this, like I wouldn't show this to someone, (laughs) I wouldn't show this movie to anyone, but I wouldn't show it to like my non-Christian friends and I wouldn't show it to like a Christian. I know who's like, it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing, but I wouldn't show it to a Christian friend who is like really struggling with either their faith or like struggling because life sucks and it's just like kicking them (sighs) while they're down. Um, Cause like, uh, and we didn't get into this beforehand, but like past couple of weeks have kind of sucked for me for lots of reasons. And I'm just like, it, like if, if I didn't have the wherewithal to like separate the message of this movie from like what I actually believe, if I were just to take this movie at face value, I would just be like, well, I guess I should just pray more. I guess I'm not a good enough mm-hmm. Christian mm-hmm. and I should just like read my Bible more and um pray more and have more faith because that's that's why all this stuff is happening to me that's why life is kicking me in the stomach Mm -hmm. and that's not it at all like life just sucks sometimes and that doesn't mean that god is not good in that time it just means life sucks Mm -hmm. Um, And and that begs the question are are christian movies you know capital c all of them of all the ones that we've mentioned, including facing the giants made for Christians who are not like having as deep or real or like, are, are, are they having privileged struggles Yeah, for lack of a, Which, for lack of a better term? I feel, yeah. I feel like that is the case. Like the, yeah. the audience uh, for facing the giants is like their their reference point for struggle is winning the high, high school <laughs> football it's championship. The highs and lows uh, of, high, of school high, school high school football. Exactly. I don't want to. I I I I see what you're saying, and I don't want to. 
don't you think I'm defending this movie necessarily, but I do, I will defend it in a, for a little bit and say that, yeah, the struggle of like not winning football games is not a real struggle, but the struggle of like, you might be about to lose your job and your wife doesn't mm-hmm. work and you've been trying to have kids for four years. Like those are very real struggles. Yeah. And, sure. and I'm not, um, and what, and I, and I don't want to, again, be reductive of those struggles and make them sound like, Oh, like those are privileged struggles. Cause they're not. But the problem with this movie is that they framed these very real non-privileged struggles kind of underneath like the big struggle of not winning football games like yep. it, right. like it, it and and maybe that's not what maybe that's not what the filmmakers intended to do sure but that is what they ended up doing and that's i think what makes it kind of it just kind of makes the other real struggles not feel like they matter that Absolutely. much yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's one reason why i'm excited to do courageous next week i'm just kidding oh my gosh i'm not being courageous i'm so sorry also um, i want to point out something real quick here uh-huh. i think it's hilarious that this movie came out in 2006 you know what also came out in 2006 friday night lights where kyle chandler's character was also coach taylor uh-huh. nice sorry i just thought nice. about that but like know. Very cool. I think, yeah, I think like had they had they really leaned into like the the nuance and the difficulty and the struggle of the uncertainty of whether or not you're going to have a job in a few months, and you know what are we going to do if we don't end up getting pregnant? Because like in vitro is is an option in it but it's hella expensive and, and it's something that people do um but it's Did hard only 10 percent effective it may have been in 2006 yeah i don't i don't know if it it's that low now um but i yeah i don't know i don't know what the statistics are with that um but I mean, also that uh, that's another thing that I'm like, I can't believe that was even mentioned because I feel like a like depending on the church you grew up in, like that that would not be an option. Mm-hmm. Like that's not that's not natural. That's not what the Lord intended. Right. True. Uh, yeah. So so again, credit, like it would have credit where credits do. Yeah. Like it. It, it's it's something that's like oh okay cool I didn't I wasn't expecting that but it's again it's like you guys undermine it by well if you just pray then then you'll get pregnant and then everything mm-hmm. you want will come true and it's like you'll get again, pregnant twice this pregnant this goes uh, th- th- that reminds me of like you know if you present if you have characters who are one dimensional. Mm-hmm. That is someone that it's like, I should be like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that resonated with me, even though like, I didn't like, I don't, I didn't even watch football when I was a kid. I just like liked the movie and we had mm-hmm. it. And my mom was like, you can watch this. And I could, I watched whatever I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw someone tweet the other day about, Trump and DeSantis and say, I'm a Republican, but I, I get that like Trump and DeSantis are not good people. They're not good role models for young boys. 
Mm-hmm. So, but who, who should they be looking up to? Which led mm-hmm. to like a host of like, it was a very interesting thread to yeah. read, but it kind of led me to think like, who, like, A, I don't think like men in social media and like all that stuff, social media has like, and TV has like, before social media, has elevated men and women to like the status of role models for generations mm-hmm. um, when they really, they shouldn't have been. Like, yeah. And I won't get into names and all that. But like, it kind of makes me think, you know, a lot of people don't grow up with a mom or don't grow up with a dad and like that role model that's like in your house. But also if you do, a lot of times you don't see them um be like a person and like get mm-hmm. angry or you know or like you know some or you only see them get angry. Or you only see them angry. And it's very, yeah. you know, like I just don't think that movies like Facing the Giants are is like is necessarily not bad, but like, it's not necessarily the answer for like, this is the, this is this, you need to be like coach Taylor. And it's like, well, coach Taylor, like, because the writing of this movie is not like real life and you are not going to like win any points. If you tell someone younger than you, like you need to respect your dad more. And it's like, dude, my dad yeah. like hits me. Like, right. you, like you need to get out. Right. You know what I mean? And so I don't know. That's just like it's, another it's, thought that it's, I had. It's that, it's that black and white thing again of like, well, the Bible says it. So you have to do like, yep. and, and, and there's only one way to look at it from that mm-hmm. lens. Yep. So, yeah. And that's, that's the thing that I loved being a K-Life leader is like, I was, I was so, I wasn't great at it in a lot of ways, but the times, <laughs> I'm glad you feel the same way, Olivia. Yeah, we no, would, I was a terrible KLF leader. We I can't believe they let me do that. Cause it would just yeah. be like, uh, like you can't control. And then that was the biggest thing I learned is like, you can't control like what these young immature kids are going to do and say sure. to each other. But yeah. the thing that I, the memory I love the most from KLive is like, Two of my guys got in like a fight and it was like a, we were playing flag football or Frisbee or something. And they were like, they hit each other or whatever and got mad. And like, they weren't swinging, but they were like wrestling. But Mm. one of them was like actually upset. Mm -hmm. And the other one got in his truck and left. And I was waiting with the other one for his mom to come get him. And I was the only one staying there and he was embarrassed and like crying and stuff. And the other the kid that he had fought with, everybody else had gone, but the kid that he had fought with came back in his truck and he pulled, he like, he just got out and he said, Hey man, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Aww. And and he just like, didn't look at him. He's like, it's fine. He's like, I'll see you. I'll see you tomorrow. And he's like, okay, I'll see you. And like, and it was like, it, it's the most like innocuous thing, but that gave me so much hope for, both of them. And then mm-hmm. also like, I should keep doing this because there were a lot of times where I was like, this is a waste of time. I'm going to go study or <laughs> party or whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Anyway. Like being a Christian isn't, it's complex and like interesting. Yeah, like that, yeah. that's such an interesting memory for me. And it, like, I've never seen anything like that in a Christian movie. Mm-hmm. No. Well, Cause they're all one dimensional. There's no like, I don't know we keep saying it. There's no, like, nuance. There's no depth. And, and I don't know, like, the cool thing, to me, one of my favorite things about 
about being a part of a church. And, and like, obviously it depends on the church, but like my current church is like, I feel like I have found such great community there and like I've developed such great relationships that, that are genuine and, and like, not with like every single person at the church. Um, Cause I, and I also don't think that's necessary to like be completely open with every single person in your life. Um, also, I don't think it's healthy, but that's another topic, <laughs> another, another story. Um, but like the people that I am close with, I, I, I get into like hard conversations with, and we talk about difficult things and, and we talk about things we don't agree on and sometimes we get pissed at each other and then it's like you have to come back and you have to apologize and own up to hey i was i was i was being mean or i was being rude or i was not thinking about your perspective and and i feel like there's none of that in a lot of these like bad christian movies that we talk about of like there's no well let's consider what the atheist is thinking like where where is he coming from in this situation there's no like well, why is why is my football player being disrespectful to his dad? There's none of that. There's well, it's this is what you, the Bible says. Yeah, and you are wrong for talking to your dad like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um and, and as as someone who who sometimes works with teenagers, there's lots of reasons why a teenager might be doing that, talking yeah. like that to their dad. Yeah. Yeah. So Good, good discussion, guys. Any uh, final thoughts on facing the Giants? Yeah, I think their team Bible verse, it had to have been Philippians 4.13, right? <laughs> Which is, can we read that real quick? Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me pull it up. Um, I don't, I know, well, I should have it memorized, honestly, at this point. I'm such a bad Christian. I do want to, while you're getting it up, I did, uh, I do respect that their mantra was if we're going to, if we win, we'll praise God. If we lose, we'll praise God. Kind of like, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of like complexity in that. And like, yep, there we're, we might get defeated. Yeah. And they do mm-hmm. lose a bunch. And so it anyway. would have been much more powerful if they had lost the championship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I, and here's the deal. Like I, I, I do respect that that was their, their like mantra was like, you know, We'll yeah. praise God through the highs and lows. That's and, and like, I think that as a Christian, that's like how it should be. Yeah. So Philippians four thirteen, which is the Bible verse used for every single sports team in the South. Perhaps mm-hmm. most verse most taken out of context. Oh, for yes. sure, for sure. It is. I can do all things through Him who gives me strength. Who strengthens me? Sorry, that's the the ESV version. Mm-hmm. I've also seen it where different versions say I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Um, I thought there was more to it than that. I really thought there was like another sentence. It's just that one sentence. Yeah. But yeah, that is taken out of context so many times because it's like, here's the thing, guys. I know this is gonna be controversial. God doesn't care about whether or not your team wins. Because yep. the other team is also praying. And yep. something else that annoyed me was like, these these boys deserve it. And it's like, they 
Are you yeah. saying the, the other boys don't? Like, the other boys don't? They Did they not also work hard to get to this point? Like, yeah, they the work public hard. They, school they, kids they, sure don't deserve it. <laughs> they, they deserve it because they've been, they've been working in their careers and have wives for the past 15 years because they're 42 years old. That's <laughs> right. why they deserve it. Yeah. So I just... Yeah, I hate when that verse is taken. I hate when any verse is taken out of context, which happens a lot, yeah. unfortunately, and it's misconstrued misconstrued to to fit our own narratives a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it kind of felt like that's kind of what was happening here with this movie. It was like we're gonna take all this and take it out of context and misconstrue it to make sure that like you know like if you just have faith god will provide and here's the deal god does provide i fully believe he does Mm -hmm. it it might not look in the ways it might not look like he's providing in the ways that we want him to provide no in my experience it won't he he will provide but it uh, it rarely looks like the how i expected it right right yeah yeah Yep. Yeah. One last thing I wanted to add is that we, Isaac, we all, when we were watching this movie together the other night, we all agreed that like the last five minutes or so of the championship game worked really well. I, I want to give. Yeah, yeah, we want we wanted to give credit where credit was due. That like the whole like the overcoming the moment, the, the, yeah. the field goal kick, like the editing was was good. Uh, yeah. Like it it, it 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 gave you tension. Like. No, I uh, love that you guys said that because I seriously was like, man, I love an under underdog story. Yeah, I had that yeah. thought, and I was like, I want to see him win. It worked. Yeah, he, I remember. I, I was, was cracking up when they showed the American flag like oh multiple times in those last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was to demonstrate like the wind's not blowing or whatever, but it yeah, was still it, like it was America? to to, <laughs> to demonstrate the direction of the wind. But yeah. also, yes. nah, it was to show that God is in America and America only. Right. So true. Yeah. And football. I have, unless you have anything else to say about facing the Giants, because mm-hmm. I have two very non facing the Giants related things to say. Great. Sure. Okay. One, my mom, shout out Amy Lyle, has a correction that she needed me <laughs> to add from the last episode where I mentioned that the fictional town of Mayberry from uh, the Andy Griffith show is set in oh I'm gonna mess this up again hold on let me <laughs> man I said it was in Alabama next episode I, when you yeah, I said here. that it was in Alabama but apparently it is in North Carolina mm. uh, that is the fictional town that Andy Griffith is they are very different states still southern states <laughs> I was way so southern <laughs> I wanted to apologize to anybody who is, who's been blood red if you've been mad at me for yeah. incorrectly saying maybe Honestly, we've done so many tweets. Yeah. And then I wanted to read a text that my sister sent me um like five minutes after we started recording tonight. Uh it says this. I was talking to Amy and Craig, which are our parents, about the Barbie movie just now, and they've decided that me, Amy, and Craig are making a guest appearance on the podcast for it. Great. So which sister? Is Mara. So Mara, Amy, right, and Craig yeah. would love to be guests on. Are we doing a Barbie episode? Yeah, we are. Oh yeah, I think we have yeah, to. You know, for it. sure. Yeah, for sure. So they're claiming guest spots. I don't know how That's seriously great. we want to take that, but I have now said it on the air. So. So I think now we we have to hold ourselves to it. <laughs> I think we might have to. Unless you I'm edit going this out. to be yeah. out of the country whenever we do 
it pains me so badly because I if I wasn't going to be out of the country because they Barbie and Oppenheimer release on the 21st of July. Yeah. And I'm going to be out of the country. And if I wasn't, I would literally go and do a double header like all day. That's what I'm doing. Probably with you, Walter. Where where are you going to be? We're going to Banff. Oh, nice. Yeah. You told me about that. That'll be that'll be really fun. Yeah. Are you going to see are you going to see Barbie in Banff? I it just depends because Banff is like an hour and a half from Calgary. And I don't think that they're going to be theaters kind of like in the park. I assume that there aren't, but I do want to spend some time in Calgary. So maybe like the night before we fly Mm -hmm. out or the night we fly in or whatever, I really, really want to see both of them. Like I will be itching to see both of them. Yeah. Most of the time I can wait, but it's going to be big. It's going to be big. Uh, Speaking of what's upcoming, our next episode is Thelma and Louise. Ridley Scott. Let's go. And isn't it Susan Sarandon? Susan Sarandon and Gina Davis. There we go. There so, we go. Very exciting. Have fun. Y'all have fun on that. I I know Isaac Olivia know this, but for anybody else who cares, probably nobody. Uh, my wife is very close to having our first child. And woo. so I am woo, very excited. Uh, so I'll be taking an early paternity leave. Uh, so this will be my last episode probably until June. Maybe. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, probably that's, sounds right. That's your timeline, man. I, I, hey, I'm on the baby's timeline you now. You can come back it's, for Across the Spider-Verse. That might be... I would love that to be my first episode back because I... Yep. And Morgan loves Spider-Verse too, so we might try to find a way to you know, get a babysitter or something and go see that together. Um, yeah. But yeah, so... Sorry for those of you whose favorite part of the podcast is my voice because you're going to miss out on it for a little while. Sorry. Sorry like, to the Dang haters it, Walter's not going to get any movie location facts wrong. Honestly, He's not going to talk about point. his parents anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talk about your parents every episode. We'll be looking forward to having the Lyle clan come on. Yeah, for- I can't wait. I would love for your dad to act like uh, Robert J. Oppenheimer the whole time and Mara to act like <laughs> Barbie the whole time. Yeah. And then who would my mom act? My mom will just act like my mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She can mediate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. This episode is pro- uh, produced by Walter. Thanks for producing this, Walter. Yeah, thanks, Walter. Your last pod until after Debibi comes. R.I.P. Ne- next time everybody <laughs> hears my voice, it'll be the voice of a dad. <laughs> you <pretty> please <laughs> That needs to be right at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a special treat for anybody who made it through to this point. Voice of a dad. <laughs> I'm going to be a dad. Oh, oh my goodness! Oh, it's gonna be oh, a little baby in my house. <laughs> um, like, like, <laughs> like, like, can we do be a dad scoop? Oh yeah, I we should do the voodoo one because that one gave me nightmares as a to kid. To do that first live action Scooby Doo movie, it's, it's so one good. of my favorite. It's so good. It's so good. I actually haven't seen the live action one, so okay. we should do that. Yeah, we'll change that. No, <gasps> let's do it. Yeah, Great. yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, you would you you would love it, Isaac. Perfect. Um, yeah, let's keep planning is, more podcast. We always do this. We always, <laughs> we always do this. It's, it's great. It's great content. Um, 
Our music is by Cord and Jocks. Our music, our music, uh, <laughs> our artwork is by Macy Lovis. <laughs> Both you just of them keep repeating the music is by Cord and Jocks. Both of them are Little Rock artists. Check them out on social media. They're both really talented. They're wonderful. Um, power couple. Power couple. And our next episode is Thelma and Louise. And we will uh, see you guys later. And just remember, if we win, we're going to praise God. And if we lose, we're going to praise God. I actually need to remind myself of that sometimes. Me too. So true, fam. All right. Night-night. See you. Night-night.